BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Now, Marcelo, pull, fire, score! (laughs) With one second on the shot clock, the deep three from A.B. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live is also brought to you by Quick Clack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Ben Bagley. Good evening, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Presented by Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 60 or 80 years. Tonight, the BYU Cougars will host the University of San Francisco, and for the first time this season, the Cougars will be playing in front of fans at the Marriott Center, not just the family members of players and coaches, but actual fans. As it was announced earlier this week, that under 2,000 fans would be allowed at the Marriott Center to see the final two games of the season, or the regular season, for the BYU Cougars. The Dons came into tonight's game with a record of 10-11, and 11, a 4-7 and seven record in conference play. The two teams first played on January 16th this season. In that game, BYU handled the Dons 72-63. to 63. Alex Barcelo led the Cougars with 19 points. Interestingly enough, six of those points were from free throws in the final minute 13. But it was Richard Harwood who was the difference maker scoring 13 points and adding 11 rebounds as the Dons just didn't have an answer for his size and physicality. Khalil Shabazz from the Dons had 30 points, but like Barcelo, most of those coming in the final minute five as he hit four three-pointers in the final minute of the ball game. According to the WCC, Ken Pomeroy adjusted win percentage seatings. BYU is sitting comfortably in second place. In the seedings behind Gonzaga, they're in action right now at the half. We'll update you on that score coming up. And BYU sits uh, 1.160 percentage points ahead of Pepperdine, who's in the third spot. We'll check the WCC scoreboard and how it changes these standings later in Cougar pregame live. But first, one of the three seniors on this team playing his second to last game at the Marriott Center this season, interestingly enough, in front of fans, Alex Barcelo. All right, Alex, last week of the regular season for you guys, maybe the last week as a senior here at BYU, lots of different things have changed as the season gone on with COVID, but then the WCC last week changes it to where you get USF St. Mary's this week. Is that just another change? Is it weird still, or are you guys just used to the ever-changing way this season's been? I think we've adapted to it pretty well, Um, you know, not knowing – who we're going to play if a game gets postponed or canceled, um, you know, coming into practice the next few days up leading up until that next game, just trying to get better, working hard as hard as we can, um, trying to, to continue to build our chemistry. So I really think it's something that we've adapted to. I don't think it's much of a change. Um, you know, two great teams that we have this week instead of Santa Clara. Um, so we know we got to be prepared, locked in, you know, we're coming off of a great road sweep against two really good teams, but, um, one thing I've really loved about us as a whole right now is we're attacking every day. You know, we're focusing on what we need to get better. And I really think that every guy on this team is making a, a true effort to, to come in here and get better at it. Um, so I, I really think that, you know, we got the right mindset um, during this time of the season. And uh, we're going to come into these two games knowing that it's going to be a battle from start to finish. And we're excited. 
One thing that might be weird, though, is tonight will be the first time this season fans in the stands at Marriott Center where you're going to have more than just family in, in attendance. How's that going to change things for, things for you guys? Oh, there will definitely be more energy in this gym for sure. Um, our, our team has done such a great job. Uh, you know, when guys aren't on the court, the bench just bringing energy game in and game out. Um, just, you know, picking guys up calling out personnel, calling out the scouting report. You know, when we get three stops in a row, we call it a kill. So they, they have the kill count on the bench. Um, and we're just, you know, we bring energy every game, but it's going to be, I think, bumped up a couple notches once we get more fans in here. Uh, and it's going to be fun. You know, I, I think that B.A. and Matt, the other two seniors, are going to enjoy it as well. Um, their first time playing in the Marriott with some fans. So I'm just, I'm just excited for all of us, and, and it's going to be fun. It's not going to be a packed Marriott Center crowd like it was last year against Gonzaga, <laughs> but the energy is going to be there. How, how do you prep a, a Matt and, a, a, and BA off that? They, they haven't experienced that yet. How do you get them ready? <laughs> uh, I think they're ready already, you know. Um, they're such great basketball players. They're both grad transfers, have a high IQ of the game, have played in such big games before. So I, I don't even know if I need a, to prep them for it. I just, you know. They know how great our fans are and however many people they let in here, um, they're going to go out there and enjoy it and have fun with it. How different is this team right now than you were? I mean, traditionally, San Francisco, St. Mary's, that road trip's a, tr a road trip that's given you guys trouble in the past, but you handled it well the first time. But you're not that same team. How are you different from the first time you faced these two teams? Well, I think we've become more physical as a whole. You know, once a shot goes up, you know, finding a man, hitting, um, hitting and then going and grabbing the rebound. I think we're all pretty locked in on that right now. And then our transition defense has continued to get better as we progressed um, since that that road trip. Um, you know, just our communication on the floor has gotten a lot better. So I'm really excited for this week. I think we're going to we're going to really put up a fight. I don't want to bring up bad memories, but you guys. You guys lose for the second time uh, this season to Gonzaga, but these last two games that can be frustrating. A team can go one way or the other. It seems like this team's kind of bonded even closer together and come out even more motivated since that second loss to Gonzaga. Is that, is that the case? Is that something that we've seen in the locker room, not just from guys on the radio looking and watching from the outside? Definitely. That's what we do. That's what our coaches teach us to do. How are we going to handle adversity? You know, we're, we're going to turn frustration into fight. Um, and I think that's what we've been doing since that Gonzaga lost. You know, there, there were some things that we watched in the film room after that loss that, that we really needed to fix. And uh, coming off the, the road sweep last week, I think in both of those games, we really fixed those mistakes that we made against the, the last loss against Gonzaga. And uh, that's why I, I'm so excited. I know the guys are so excited for this week. Um, you know, last two games of regular season. So we're, we're going to give it everything we have. You get a chance to to face Khalil Shabazz again. He's one of the better guards in the WCC. He got 30 points against you guys in San Francisco. What, what's the challenge in guarding Shabazz? You know, he's, he's quick, running off staggers, um, getting through defenders. He's got a great uh, three-point shot and loves to shoot uh, from the outside. So just forcing him off the three and, and making him shuff to shoot uh, tough challenge twos. Um, you know, that, that's our game plan. We're not we're trying not to let him get hot. You know, the past two games this season and last season, um, he's had a phenomenal game against us. So 
we're going to try and stay locked into that personnel scout and then go from there. And one last question before I let you go on the CBS broadcast this last weekend, uh, both analysts talked about how this year's BYU team might be, and frankly is better than last year's BYU team. Now I'm not going to make you choose between the two teams, but tell me how this team's different and why that might be a good thing right now. Well, I, I think we're different uh, mainly. I mean, size wise, you can tell we got a, a few more bigs this year, um, you know, from the guards uh, standpoint, uh, you know, I, I played last year and this year, but we have a, a bunch of new faces from the guard position. So I, I, I would say, you know, I'm not going to pick just because I played on both teams. I love guys from both teams, but um, no, I, I'd say I, I'm, I'm just really proud of us this year because we really handled everything that's come to us uh, in the right way uh, with COVID, um, with games getting canceled, um, games getting postponed, coming off tough losses, responding to those tough losses and, and getting wins um, rather than putting two losses together. We've, we've handled that really well. And uh, we really come in here just focusing on trying to get better every day. How can we be a better team as a whole? Um, what do we need to do to get better and uh, working on those weaknesses um, so I'm just extremely proud of us this year and I'm excited for what's to come for the rest of the season. All right, Alex, good luck tonight and enjoy having fans in the stands again at the Marriott Center. It's going to be a beautiful sight. I definitely will. That was Alex Barcelo as we get you ready for BYU to host the Dons of San Francisco. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center with fans for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. It's time for our courtside conversation with everybody's favorite favorite color analyst, Mark Durant. Mark, I, I want to start here because it's the biggest story of the night probably is I want to know what is the feel inside the arena right now because you've got fans in there and they all came to see you and Greg on the call. <laughs> well, they usually don't show up to see Greg and I uh, do the pregame show, so it's a little bit sparse, uh, but they're starting to trickle in and it's cool, man. It's really cool and you think, well, it's only you know 1,750 fans. That's, that's not much, but just to have any fans in here is great. But I tell you what, when you get limited ticket availability, you get the kind of top-of-the-line, cream-of-the-crop, dedicated fan who's going to make some noise when they get in this building. And I thought myself when I went up to Logan earlier this year or late last year about, you know, they, they had about the same amount of fans, and I thought that's not really going to be anything and it was so loud, and they made such a big difference. It was amazing. So don't kid yourself. A couple thousand fans that are committed to your team can make a whole heck of a lot of noise, and it's going to be fun. Mostly I'm I'm happy I'm happy for the fans, yes, to, to, to see this team because it's a fun team to watch in person. But I'm happy for well, these players. To- I, I want these players Mark, to have what, that experience. Go, 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 
Yeah, I, I think it's good. I talked to Alex Barcelo earlier this week. He was excited to have the fans back in the arena, even at a smaller number. Let's talk about this game tonight, the game earlier this season in San Francisco. Now, San Francisco-St. Mary's road trip is usually one that gives the Cougars a little bit of a hard time, but they played really well on that road trip starting in San Francisco and really winning comfortably, although they only won by uh, 10 points in the end or 11 points in the end. They, re- they really played a very good game against San Francisco. What was the key in that game, and do you expect it to be the same tonight? Well, I think that that road trip kind of showed us the real strengths of BYU right now, and that is their ability to lock people down defensively, especially late in the game, and and how the depth of the team helped with that because BYU is down in both those games in the second half, and and then we're able to just shut down St. Mary's and San Francisco and pull away from them. So that that showed BYU kind of what they could do against good teams. They could really turn it up a notch defensively and – and able to, to run away from teams because of that depth. So that's important. Uh, obviously, when you're playing St. Mary's and San Francisco, you got to guard the, the threes, particularly San Francisco. I mean, there very few teams in the country rely on the three more, shoot more threes. So uh, Shabazz and Bouye, I mean, you got to be on those guys, Reevney. And uh, so that's always a concern. BYU did a pretty good job on the hill hilltop against them before. To I mean, that, that's when you take away something so important to a team, or even kind of minimize it to some degree, then you're, you're probably going to beat that team. That'll have to happen again tonight. They're going to have to really get after San Francisco from the three-point line because I've seen it in this building with this same team many years ago. If a team gets hot from three, they can beat you. It's just such an important shot. So you've got to guard the three and take them out of what they want to do and then just keep playing that good defense and use that depth to, to pull away from, from teams. And that's what, what has been the formula for BYU. One of the formulas in San Francisco is the Cougars just used the size of Richard Harward to cause just all sorts of trouble. Had a double-double in that game with 13 points and 11 boards because the Dons just didn't have an answer. Since that game, uh, you and I were talking about this earlier this week, BYU's learned to play with a much more physical brand of basketball since that game. Do you expect that size and physicality to be that much more of a presence today for the Cougars? I think they've developed that into kind of the brand of this team, that we're, we're going to be tough and we're going to push you around. We're going to dominate in the paint. Now, San Francisco, uh, because they're a three-point shooting team, they don't have a lot of size. And when I mean size, like like big guys. I got Yurkatan's uh, very tall, but he's a little bit Ichabod Cranish, you know. It was spindly, I guess. Uh, Jack Skellington. And, and so he can get pushed off the block, and he's not going to really post you up and even when they do, you've got Harms and Harward and Loner and Lee back there. So, I mean, BYU's toughness is hard hard for a team like the Dons to play against. Their size is hard because, as I mentioned, they're a perimeter team. Even their big guys go shoot the three, which is the, the, the one concern you have when you play such big physical guys. Then you have to chase their four and five guys because they're shooters from the three-point line. And that could be a problem because they're good shooters and, you know, Harms and and Harvard aren't good at chasing guys around the three-point line. They want to stay in the paint and block some shots and knock people around. So that, that's a challenge. Maybe BYU goes small at times a little bit, but you still have to keep that that physical thing, which is what your brand is and is, is what you, has gotten you to where you're at. 
By the way, the depth of your analytical work is amazing because I, in all my time of covering the game of basketball, that's the first time I've had an Ichabob Crane ref or comp to a player. So kudos to you, Mark. That's a first. Well, I was gonna I was gonna start with the gentle Ben reference. You, you know who gentle Ben is? Do you know that? I do. Did, did you watch yeah. Grizzly Adams growing up? Yes, sir. Gentle Ben, the Grizzly man. That's why I love that, you, that, man. I, I call I call you Crane. gentle that Ben. Some, that kid, that bear had some beef. <laughs> All right, hey, I want to talk about it. Well, speaking of a young young player with some beef, Caleb Lohner, I, Mark Pope talked earlier this week uh, about how he's seeing Caleb take the jump. He talked to you and Greg about it in a post-game show last weekend. I think on Saturday about, hey, we're seeing this Caleb Lohner take the jump. So from a guy who's played the game, who's seen all these games, define what that means to you when you hear a coach say, this player's making the jump. Well, I, I don't remember him ever saying that about me. They were waiting for me to make the jump. and I, I don't know that I ever quite made the jump, but I never had Caleb's ability. And, and he works hard. And I call them light bulb moments, Ben, when the, the guy has it in him, but he doesn't realize he's got it in him. And then he does it in a game. He's like, oh, hey, I can do that. And I, I see that every game with Caleb. The other day at LMU, he got the ball at the at the junction, turned the corner, and it was like, you know, you're in a Tesla and you're just off the blocks going at 60 miles an hour in a second. I mean, I, I, I had no idea he was that explosive and quick. And he got to the rim and finished. I thought, wow, he could do that? That was a light bulb moment for me. But, but those kind of things are a light bulb moment for him. And he settled in from the three-point line, shooting the lights out from the three-point line. It was really struggling earlier in the year. That's... That, that's I think just a matter of playing and getting confident because he, he could always do it, but you got to believe in yourself. You got to have the game slow down a little. You always talk about the game slowing down, and, and you just take your time and confident, shoot your shot. And he, he's got all the skills. And the great thing about Caleb Penn is you just get the feeling, don't you, that he's scratching the surface, and he's going to have a lot more light bulb moments coming up. I was joking around earlier. Well, not really joking around. I asked a question this morning to Jeremy Jordan and Blaine Fowler as we were talking, getting ready for BYU Sports Nation is, is when does this team become Caleb Lohner's team? That's a discussion for a different time because I think that's not the too distant future. But I want to talk about these next two games, tonight and Saturday. BYU's all but got the two seed locked up going into the WCC tournament. So what is the importance of these two games? Well... The committee is not going to do BYU any favors. I've never seen him do BYU a favor in all my years. And so what you want to do is not give them any excuses. You don't want to have them say, well, yeah, they've had a good year, but they lost to San Francisco at home, or but they dropped two in, in their last week of the season at home. And obviously they're in the tournament. They're, they're, you know, they're where they need to be. So just don't give anybody an excuse to think you shouldn't be there. And so these games are critically important. Also, they're, they're better games than you would have had against with one game against Santa Clara. You have a chance to improve your seed. Does it make a difference if you're a six or seven? Actually, kind of, yeah. I mean, uh, you look at BYU's record when they have good seeds. It's pretty good in the tournament. When you're down at a nine or ten or eleven, it's not as good. And so... I mean, you, you just want to put yourself in the best possible situation, play in your best, get the best seed you can, and and any kind of stumble along the way until then, it's going to hurt those opportunities and chances. So take care of business today against a, a good San Francisco team, and, uh, and then you're right on track to do what you want to do. 
Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem proudly presents the keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? Well, San Francisco hasn't won a game in a month, and uh, so BYU needs to come out strong. But the real key, like I mentioned, is three-point shooting for San Francisco. If they don't get at least 10, they're not going to beat you, especially on the road. So if if it's a single-digit made threes for San Francisco, they're going to lose this game. So that's what BYU needs to focus on. Mark, thanks so much for your time. Looking forward to hear from you from you and Greg and the 1750 BYU fans there in the Marriott Center with you tonight. All right, General Ben. Thanks, brother. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops, in the WCC in particular. You're listening to the Cougar Pregame Live Show presented by Mountain America Credit Union on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the San Francisco Dons. It tips off at the top of the hour at the Marriott Center. Greg Rebell and Mark Durant will have the call. But first, let's check the scoreboard, in particular the WCC scoreboard. Only one game in WCC action right now live. A slate coming up throughout the night. But top-ranked and undefeated Gonzaga in a bit of a dogfight, question mark, right now. Only having a two-point lead at the half, 40-38 over Santa Clara. At one point, Santa Clara led by 10 in the first half. There's now 12-23 left in the second half. And the Zags up 57-51, only a six-point lead with 12 minutes left in the second half for the undefeated Bulldogs. Corey Kispert leads the dogs in that game with 18 points and six rebounds. Two other games of note in the WCC. Cougar fans are going to want to keep their eyes on tonight. First up, Saturday's opponent, St. Mary's. They are hosting the Pacific Tigers. That game tips off at 11 Eastern uh, at St. Mary's. The other game to watch for includes Pepperdine and LMU. Pepperdine hosting LMU. Pepperdine sits in the third spot in the WCC. Ken Pomeroy adjusted win percentage standings. So Cougar fans, keep an eye on that. Pepperdine uh, and and St. Mary's games as they kind of, well, they have something to do with the outcome of the seeding for the WCC tournament, although the Cougars all but locked up the two seed as they go into these final two games of the regular season. One BYU scores baseball at the University of Texas Falls, 12-6 to six after a quick start, start for the Cougars. The Longhorns come back and double them up. Same two, same two teams tomorrow. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU victory tonight, pizza will be 50% off at Papa John's tomorrow when you use the online promo code BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. 
Now, let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, where tonight, for the first time this season, the fans are back. Fewer than 2,000 spectators expected, but after a season of relative silence, we look forward to the sights and sounds tonight as the Cougars tip off a huge home weekend, the final weekend of the regular season, with the Dons of San Francisco in town. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Grubel, joined by on the headset by my longtime color commentary colleague, the beloved former BYU Ironman, Mark Durant. And Mark, it won't be a full house, nothing close to it, but I'm confident that the fans and the stands will mean a little bit of Marriott Center magic here tonight. And I'm happy for really both of these teams here tonight. Sure, Greg, getting married was a really cool experience. And and having kids when they were born, that was that was pretty cool. But I tell you, Greg, there's nothing in life like running out of the tunnel in the Marriott Center with the full house screaming and yelling and playing in a game where people are cheering for you and you make a basket and the place goes nuts and you you win a hard-fought game. I mean, that is such an amazing feeling. And I jest a little bit, but it really is an amazing feeling, Greg. And I just – and I know some of these guys have had the feeling, but th- this year has just been – it's been cool, but it's been really weird. I mean, going to San Diego State, it was like playing in it. I felt sick for the players. and Obviously, it's fun for fans to come, but the players work so hard, and it's such a neat part of the whole thing that I, I just feel bad for them. So as what, however many number we can get in here, I'll take it because it makes it that much more special. He is Mark Durant. After this break, the other Mark, BYU head coach Mark Pope, as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Coming to you live from the Marriott Center in Provo, where tonight the BYU Cougars can basically lock down solo second place in the WCC and the two-seed in the conference tournament. The visitors tonight, the San Francisco Dons, a team on a slide. USF has lost four in a row, five of six, seven of ten. The Cougars, meantime, they've won two in a row, four of five and eight of ten. Second game of the season series that began in San Francisco back in January when BYU staged a late rally to win by nine. And in my pregame interview with Coach Pope, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. I asked the coach about the the trajectory of these two teams since that day on the hilltop and how much it might or might not mean here tonight. Uh, they got nothing to say. Um, it's it's that it's that time of year when um, you can throw you you always can throw everything out the window for every game, but especially now, you know you look across the country, you're seeing all these crazy scores and weird results and. And um, it's that time. It's time where um, fatigue starts to kick in, uh, where um, teams that are struggling get really, really loose. Uh, and and, and it's, a, it's a time when uh, everything you've been working for is on the line every single game, and it's within reach. It's within sight. So uh, we're not concerned with anything they've done. We know they're an incredibly talented team. They've already knocked off the number four team in the country. Uh, they, they are incredibly dangerous because of the amount and frequency of their use of the three-point shots on any given night. If they're really, really hot, they can be incredibly dangerous. And they've got uh, length in the, in the backcourt, and they've got two of the most athletic uh, um, turnover-forcing uh, defenders in the backcourt. 
they are the consummate risk reward team. You've already talked about the, the the rate of threes they take, and they will gamble for steals. It's a big part of their game too. Uh, they 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 they're a payoff team. Yes, they are, and um, and it makes them really dangerous. And and so this is a huge night for us. The crowd that you're going to have tonight in the building, regardless of the size, will certainly give you guys a jolt. But it's going to inspire San Francisco, too, don't you think? I mean, they're, they're going to be feeling the energy of a crowd again for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I think both teams will be really uh, motivated by the crowd just because it'll be some energy in the gym, and that's something that we haven't had with the exception of two games all season long. So we're excited about that. I know they're excited about that and should add to the, you know, listen, the, the, the fans are such a huge part of college basketball. And so even just to get a percentage back is going to make this way better. Great effort to get the win you got at their place last month. Uh, what needs to happen in a similar vein? And what are some things that kind of got you on that you need to kind of tune up for tonight? Yeah, we didn't protect the ball very well. We need to do a better job of that. And we need to be do it by being more aggressive and less on our heels. It's, it's counterintuitive but um, that actually is the way it functions. So we got to be aggressive and really physical and really careful in the backcourt. Uh, and when I say careful, I don't mean cautious. I mean, I mean full of care and force. Um, and so, you know, that's a huge deal for us. We, we have to have an equally or bigger impact with our physicality on the glass, around the rim. Uh, our bigs have got to be really smart in their decision-making. They'll actually be playmakers for some portion of the game tonight. And um, we got to manage, you know, we got to guard this three point line, and we got our shell principles have to be sound because the floor gets so spread out when you play San Francisco uh, mm-hmm. that if you're not perfectly sound uh, um, principles wise, then they can really hurt you. Getting to the free throw line is not a part of their offensive MO, but when teams do well against USF, they get to the line a ton. Yeah, and, and, and San Francisco helps. I mean, they foul. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's part of the way they play, is they're willing to foul. and. Um, they're gonna, you know, they're like you mentioned, they're a risk reward team. They're gonna, they're gonna go for steals. They're gonna slap you and hack you. And they walk through you every time you catch in the post and turn. They're gonna walk through you whether they bring a second defender, which they did to us most of the night when we played there, or they don't on the turn. They're gonna walk through you. Uh, they get, a, they get, you know, a couple cylinder calls every single game because it's how they coach. And so, um, you know, they're gonna help us get to the free throw line. It's just a matter of us responding uh, with with equal physicality and and. Protecting this ball. Coach Pope, great preview. Thank you for the time. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Ray. As Mark Pope in tonight's Science Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's Click List. Order online, pick up curbside by the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. Coming up next, the BYU Store Cougar tip off show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center. BYU's second-to-last home game of the season. Cougars home to San Francisco in a game rescheduled from January 30th when USF had to cancel due to COVID. The WCC replacing what was supposed to be a BYU home game with Santa Clara tonight with the showdown versus San Francisco. 
The Cougs will follow this one up with a home game against St. Mary's on Saturday night, senior night. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Ben Bagley is our studio host. Our control board operator is Josh Sturgill. Terry South, our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineers are Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Great to have you along on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Well, the WCC made a couple of major late-season adjustments. So one was a final week schedule tweak for every team. The other was a modifying the ranking system used for seeding teams in the WCC tournament. But even though no one knows how the formula is really calculated or the respective value of wins or losses, really, intuitively, we believe uh, that a win tonight will lock down second place for BYU in Vegas in the two-seed there. But beyond that, the Cougars' eyes are on a larger prize mark, a berth in the NCAA tournament, and every win means positive movement up the S-curve. And as is often the case here at BYU, the Cougars are playing some of their best basketball when it matters the most in February. I mean, last week, Greg, was awesome. Going on the road, doing what they did. This team seems to be clicking, shooting better from three. Obviously good defensive, good, you know, big inside play. And every player seems to be playing at their best. And so that's what you want. And now you've got a chance here. Three more games, Greg. If you win three games, and you don't want to put the cart before the horse, but if you win these two games against good teams this week and then the first round in the tournament, and then you at least compete somewhat against Gonzaga. You don't have to win that. You're looking at, I don't know, you tell me, a five seed, Greg? I think that's reasonable. And that makes all the difference in the world. If you're a five rather than an eight or a nine, look at when BYU's had success in the NCAA tournament. It's when they had a, had a good seed. So these are huge games, and every loss probably costs you a, a seed. And so you got to get them all. It starts here tonight. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from USF head coach Todd Golden as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Marriott Center as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues. Tonight, 17-5 BYU, home to 10-11 and 11, San Francisco. BYU 8-3 in the WCC. Don's 4-7. And and USF's performance is, is the mystifying one uh, from yeah. this year to me. I mean, I could even see St. Mary's struggling as the Gales have, and they've had a tough schedule, mind you. But I really thought San Francisco would be uh, an upper-tier team all season, and they've really slipped here in the last month or so. Uh, Cougs looking for a third straight win, but the Dons trying to avoid a, avoid a fifth straight loss right now. And as Mark noted in the pregame, uh, it's been more than a month since San Francisco last won a game. And as you noted on Twitter, they've been all home games, and they can't win at home. It's That's crazy. Weird. Unusual losing streak because all the losses were on the hilltop. I asked head coach Todd Golden about uh, getting back out on the road for the first time in more than a month a short time ago. Obviously coming off the pause and playing at home, we, we've been around for a long time and and the reality is early in the year we only played one non-conference game at home we played really well in the non-conference so in a sense i think this can be a little bit of a fresh start for us it's a little for us coming from san francisco going on the road is a little more normal you know in the course of a season whereas at home you know we're we're only at the gym to practice and then we're leaving so uh, i'm hopeful that the guys will respond well to being on the road for the first time in quite a while and BYU gets to have fans in the building for the first time this year. And I, I, I think it's good for both teams, quite frankly. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not upset that it's only 10%. You know, 
better 10 than 100. <laughs> uh, but no, I think, you know, the reality is really good players, guys that uh, like the moment, you know, when they play in front of people, they play better. And uh, I, I do, I think we have a couple guys on our team who will really enjoy this opportunity. And the reality is, you know, this is why we all do what we do. You know, it, we don't do this to play in empty gyms and play in scrimmage type settings, you know, to be able to play in front of real fans, passionate people, I think is uh, it's great for the student athletes tonight. Granted, the home slate you've just been through uh, was was pretty high level. I mean, the teams you got yep. uh, were teams playing really well, and you're the top of the league. What's not been clicking the last few games for you? You know what? Just coming off pause, we, we just haven't shot the ball very well. You know, and I think that's, you know, early on coming back against Pepperdine, we probably shouldn't have played the game. We only got one full day of practice with our group before getting back. And, uh, you know, we, we were a little hungry to get back out there, but the reality is we weren't really ready. And then Jamari got hurt in the second half, and we just didn't perform very well. And then Gonzaga's Gonzaga, you know, but last week I thought we played better. I thought we were tougher. We rebounded well. We took care of the ball, but we just didn't shoot it very well. And uh, that's something that, you know, the way our team plays, we really need to do if we want to be able to, to beat good teams. And we don't have to do it amazingly every night, but we have to do it well enough to, to keep ourselves in the game. So hopefully tonight is a night where we get a little bit of a three-point regression in our favor. Okay, what are the elements that uh, that you want your guys to be mindful of from the first time you played BYU uh, you back know what? at your place? I think we played a pretty good game. You know, we we led for 30 minutes, and it wasn't until the end I thought they wore us down and did a really good job on the glass. Harward punished us late, and, uh, you know, we are uh, the big, big double. Harms did a good job getting out of there a couple times, led to a couple threes. Honestly, we, we're not going to change a lot tonight. I thought we defended them really well for 32 minutes, and again, we got to knock down some shots. Khalil made some late. That kind of made the percentages uh, come up a little bit, but we missed some good looks in the second half where we were up, you know, up two, up five, where if we make a couple more, maybe we extend and they can't get back in the ball game. but we have to get off to a good start. We have to hit. We have to be physical, and uh, I, I know they're going to be coming playing downhill on us tonight, so we got to be ready for that. Your thoughts on what the WCC did with the last week of the season and how it set you up for Vegas? Yeah, I wasn't thrilled about it, to be transparent. You know, I think uh, to make a change like that so late in the season is uh, interesting. And, uh, you know, obviously there were some teams that needed games, and, and I think that's why they did it. But, uh, again, you know, going to the innovative formula, as they call it, and then changing the schedule with a week to go, it's, uh, you know, this, this league's really good, and it's not something that I necessarily thought was, uh, you know, impactful to, to either get more teams in the tournament or uh, something that was definitely necessary. In a sense, I thought it was more of just something to, to do something to do something, and uh, now here we are. Coach Golden, thank you for the preview. Always good to be with you. Appreciate the time, and best of luck down the line. Appreciate you, Greg. Take care. That is USF head coach Todd Golden. BYU fans, whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. More on BYU and USF coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and San Francisco coming up just after the top of the hour. BYU's rolling right now. Cougs have won 4 of 5, 80 points or more in all four of the wins. Three-point shots are now dropping again. USF struggling. They've shot 40% or worse in four straight. They depend on threes, but have hit nine or fewer in four straight. They've allowed 50% or higher from the opponent shooting in the last four. Mark, on paper, it's a game BYU kind of wins comfortably, but we've become accustomed to BYU-USF games being anything but comfortable over the years. Yeah, two words, Bouye and Shabazz. I mean, those two guys 
could each go for 35 tonight. And when you've got shooters like that, that's always scary. And maybe tonight's the night where they kind of get out of their funk. And when you've got those two guys, it's always, always a scary game. All right, it is time for our last break in the Cougar Tip-Off show. Some final thoughts before tip-off right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. All right, the BYU and San Francisco coming up. The Cougars have just come out onto the floor. So the applause and cheers of home fans, uh, between 1,000 and 2,000 fans in the building here tonight for the first time this season. You know, BYU, Mark, lost, last year lost seven seniors, but this year's team has a really important trio of seniors. Alex Barcelo, Matt Harms, Brandon Averett, and they're kind of carrying the load right now. The three seniors are BYU's three leading scorers, and, and, they, and, and they've developed chemistry, and they're kind of pulling this team along with them. There's a lot of balance, and everyone else is doing their part, too. Caleb Lohner's had a big week. We all know that. Those three have been really dependable for BYU. It was scary to lose the talent you lost from last year, but it was equally as frightening to lose the leadership that you lost. And you're exactly right. Alex is just just rock solid. And Brandon has been great. Matt Harward is very vocal out there. So those guys have done a nice job not only filling the offensive void, but the leadership void. Something we hope translates from road to home has been the killer instinct. BYU's come out and put it on some people early in games. You love to see that. Yeah, and uh, oddly enough, here at home, it hasn't been that case all the time, Boise. And uh, this is a good chance to keep that momentum going early, and I think the lineup changes helped that as well. Starting lineups and the opening tip for BYU and San Francisco coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 